This podcast is presented to you by Pastor Matt Bolin of Faith Christian Family Church in Lubbock, Texas. For more information, visit faithchurchlubbock.com. You know, I, I don't think there's a better place that you can be than in the house of God. Because when you think about the, the story of Thanksgiving, in all reality, it was a worship service to just tell God how thankful for, that, that these pilgrims were when they came over. Because it was a supernatural act that got them to where they were. And so it's just another way for us to remember how incredible our God is, how much he truly loves us. And so it's just an incredible opportunity. And so I don't think there's a better place that we could be. And so I'm excited to be in here with all the kids and and all the adults and just getting to see it, man. I'm telling you, if you want to learn how to worship God, watch those kids, man. They know how to do it, and they've done a great job. Pastor Jordan and the team, man, what an incredible job they've done up there. And it goes right over to the youth, goes all the way up. And so we're excited that they're in here with us tonight. So tonight is going to be a quick night, but I want to do this real quick because our our faith kids did such a great job. I got an opportunity to spend some time up there with the faith kids, and I hung out, and we had a good time up there. And there was one thing that I taught our faith kids. So faith kids, when I do this, tell me what this means. Put your finger up in the air, faith kids. What does this mean? There is only one God. That's absolutely right. That is one of the most important things that any person can learn. And these faith kids, they've got it. They've got it figured out, and now they can start building that foundation, continue to grow. And that's what we want to continue to do is to build kingdoms, build kingdoms with what God is going to do. He's got great things within each one of these kids, and so I'm excited they're in here. I'm excited the youth are in here, and tonight we're going to talk about giving thanks. And so before we get going, I, I want to hook up our faith kids and our faith little kids with a fun little coloring sheet so that you can stay entertained while I speak. And your parents can listen while I speak also. So if you are a faith kid, and, or if you're a parent and you have kids, if you would, just go ahead and put your hand up. We've got people that are going to come back down here. Do you want them to come in the back? I need parents to make your way to the back, and we're going to get you your coloring sheets in the back. Go ahead and grab those. Let them know how many you have. So if you'll make your way back there. While this is going on, I have a video that I want you to watch. So if you guys in the back got that ready. Let's go ahead and show this video. It's an interesting thought. How many times do we miss an opportunity to sit down and just say thanks? You know, I think about those circumstances. Sometimes in the morning we're just tired. Sometimes at night we're tired. We're just too tired for some of these things. And I think this is where we miss a lot is because we don't give God an opportunity to just say thank you and to show how incredible he is in our lives by just slowing down and saying thank you you know I think about the moment even when you had a tough day at work he could have easily been stuck in that moment but he decided no I'm going to take a moment and say thank you for that opportunity you know I think every one of us have had a tough day I think you may have had a tough day today but we can take a moment to just say Lord thank you for the opportunity to at least come to work thank you father that the next call that I make will be a better call than this one and I think that's what God's looking at each one of us to do. You know, I, wor- I believe the word thank, thank you has, has lost a lot of meaning in a lot of people's lives. And we look at Thanksgiving, and, and it's unfortunate. It's kind of like Valentine's Day. We should celebrate this one day to tell our, our uh, Valentine how much we love them. But in all reality, that should be an everyday event. Giving thanks should be an everyday event. It shouldn't be one of these where we just do this. This is a a celebration about what God did in this amazing country 
when he brought this inc- incredible gift of the pilgrims over to, to the Indians and they taught him these different things, all this stuff is just an incredible story, but all of it was done by God the direction and the peace that was given in there. And so I think that every day we have an opportunity to give thanks. And so tonight's message is titled Giving Thanks. Let me pray and we'll move forward. Father, we we thank you so much once again for just coming into your house. Father, I thank you for the ability to come in and just worship you freely. Father, there's a lot of people being hurt tonight from different things. Father, different countries. And Father, we just lift up the, the situation in Ferguson. Lord, we just pray for your peace upon that. Father, we ask that you place your hand upon each and every one of those. They're your children. Father, that you love them very dearly, Father, just as you love each and every person that was involved in that situation. And so, Father, we pray for peace and guidance upon that. We pray for direction for the leaders. And, Lord, we ask that you just continue to help us tonight to receive your word. Father, help us to receive this word of thanks. Let it continue to be a common word in our vocabulary. And so, Father, I thank you and love you for who you are and what you're doing. And I ask that you help me to speak this message with simplicity and clarity. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. You know, I, I, I came across this statement, and it says this. It says, life is full of give and take. Give thanks and take nothing for granted should be our statement. We have an opportunity to continue to receive what God has for us. In First Chronicles chapter 16, verse 34, it says this. It says, give thanks to the Lord for he is good. His love endures forever. Give thanks to the Lord for he is good. Out of the message version, it says, give thanks to God. He is good and his love never quits. His love never quits. You know, a lot of times when frustration comes into our world, it's because we've allowed something to take the place of what God is doing. And that's where we have to come back to and realize when frustration comes, we should slow back down, step out of our emotions and give thanks to the Lord so that he can come back and do something incredible in our life. I believe that when you take a moment to remember that God created us to be thankful and all that we have and all that we do, we will appreciate the person who says thank you and will become that person who becomes thankful for so much more. We have an opportunity because there is a lot of give and take, but we have a choice to make. Our heart should continue to be this, Dear God, I want to take a minute, not to ask for anything from you, but to simply say thank you for all that I have. I think a lot of times we get caught up in the busyness of life, and we forget to slow down and just say, Lord, I just want to be thankful today. And so a lot of times we we give an opportunity to come up here and just say, what are you thankful for this year? What are you thankful for this year? I think we should take a moment that every night we should say, what are you thankful for today? What are you thankful for in your life? You know, it, in the office, um, it, it's funny because people will bring to my understanding that I say some interesting words, some words uh, literally, uh, classic. These are some classic words that I say quite frequently. And as I was thinking about this, and even as I was praying, I would hope that one of the words people would know is that I always say thank you. I always say thank you for everything, that I will be the first, whether it's holding a door open or doing something like that, that I will never miss an opportunity to say thank you. And when I do that, it bothers my heart so much that I go find that person and I tell them thank you for what they've done. And I think that's what it keeps coming back to, because when I'm thankful for what they've done, I'm thankful for what God is doing. And when we continue to do those things, God continues to change things in our lives. 
I heard a story about one of, a, one of the ministers that I got a chance to meet. His name is Jesse Duplantis. He shared this story, and he said one day he got up, and he said every morning he would go and he would pray in his office. And he said while he was praying in his office, he, he would set aside 30 to 45 minutes, an hour, every single day, and that's how he would start. He would pray. And he would spend time, and he'd just tell God how much he loved him and how much he cared and those things. And then from there, he would go into the rest of his day. He would have appointments and things going on. He said one particular day, he's sitting there, and as he's just praying to God, he said he just feels this uneasy feeling. And he said, I couldn't put my finger on He said, I just kept praying. He said, I kept praying, and I kept praying. And he said, I'm getting close to the end of my hour, and I just don't feel like it's ever leaving. And he said, I, I just couldn't put my finger on it because I was having a pretty good day. Everything was good. And he said, he finally said, God, what, what is this? Why am I having this feeling? And God said, you know, there's a lot of people that are pulling on me right now, and I'm just having a tough time right this moment. And Jesse Duplantis had such a soft heart that he, he called the secretary. He said, cancel the rest of my morning. And he looked and he said, God, I'm going to spend time with you because I want to tell you how much I love you. I want to tell you how thankful I am today. I don't want to take from you today. I want to give you all the thanks that you've given to me. I want to tell you how incredible you are. He spent the entire morning continually just praising God. And he said about 10 o'clock that morning, he said all of a sudden the feeling just left. And he said he felt these words rise up inside of him. He said, thank you for being my son and telling me how much you love me. I really needed to hear that. And you know, God is so amazing. And I think about this, you know, even the, the thought of when people treat God as a genie in a bottle. That it's like, I just need you for this moment. We need God every moment. And we just need to recognize God in every moment. And I think that's what it keeps coming back to. When we become thankful, things change. Our attitude changes. We become grateful for everything that we have. We have so much to be blessed for in our lives. I hear the statistic that we are one of the richest people in the world. That if you own a car, if you have a job, if you have a house, all those statistics, you're in the 1%. You're a one percenter. You, you, you are top notch. And yet continually, what do we hear? We don't hear, man, I'm so thankful for the job that I have today. You know, I, I look at uh, uh, Tommy Slater right here, and he's got, he's got to go in tomorrow night at 1 a.m., right? Tommy's manager over at uh, Kohl's, and I'm not trying to give stuff here, but... He's got to go in tomorrow at 1 a.m. on Thanksgiving Day. Well, the day after Thanksgiving, technically. But he's got to be there at 1 a.m., and he'll have to work the whole next day. And I look at those things, and, you know, I've never heard a foul comment about that out of his mouth. Because he's thankful, because he realized, hey, I've got a job. And you know what? That's just what it takes to get done. But I'm going to be thankful. So you know what? If I were to go see him at 1 o'clock in the morning tomorrow morning or 2 or 3 in the morning, I think I'd see a smile on his face. Hey, I'm excited to see you. Because every time I've ever been in there before, he's got a smile on his face because he's thankful to be there. And that may be everybody else in this room too. But that was a great example because it's not about complaining about what we have. It's about being thankful for what God has blessed us with. That's how promotion comes. That's how the blessings come when we continue to do those things. It's not an attitude that God created for us to have a complaint. He, complained, he, he created us to have an attitude of gratitude. And everything that we do, it's not happy people that are thankful, but thankful people who are happy. 
When you think about that statement, it changes how we look at things. God didn't say these things, give thanks in all that we do, because he thought that was a catchy saying. God said it so that we would remember, even in the hard moments, give thanks to the Lord for what we're doing, and it'll change your attitude. It'll change everything. It'll change the moment. It'll change the outcome. It'll change your perspective on that moment. And all of a sudden, give you hope for the future. I can remember when my wife, she, would, she was talking about how she ran her first marathon, and she ran it at Disney World. And as she's running the marathon, she said that she's coming along, and somewhere around 18, 19 miles into this thing, your body literally starts to break down and do these things. But you've got to continue to move. And she said she came around a corner, and her body is screaming, stop, stop, stop. Her mind's saying, I'm going to fight through this, I'm going to do it. And she said she came around a corner, and she saw these people on trampolines jumping and doing flips and excited and yelling and doing all these things. And you know what it did? It gave her another burst of energy. She said she went around, she did the next thing. She said she came around another corner, and all of a sudden, there's all these characters. There's Goofy, and there's Mickey, and there's all these people, and they're doing these things. And you know what? It pushed her another mile forward. And every mile till the end, there was something else that just kept her going to, I can't wait to see what's next. I can't wait to see what's going to happen next. I think too many times we get to that moment where it's like, it's just too hard. And instead of taking a moment and saying, God, I just want to be thankful for what you've given me. God, I thank you for these things. And all of a sudden your perspective changes and you see something you've never seen. And now it pushes you another mile longer. It pushes you another mile longer. And I think that's what it keeps coming to. When we're thankful, you're never put out to do anything. Think about that statement. When you're thankful for everything that you have, I, I look at some of these people that, that have come out of really, really bad relationships, really tough relationships growing up. You know, maybe their childhood wasn't very good, but you talk to them today, and they are so grateful for what they have. They are so incredibly grateful. I can remember my grandma. She, was, she came out of a very, very uh, abusive relationship and some other things that were when, when she was a child. And some, some really tough things there. And I remember she never, ever used it as an excuse. She just said, you know what? I've got another day to live. I've got another opportunity to give my love. And I remember even when my grandfather passed away, her first statement was, now my job is to work on loving these grandchildren. What a perspective. Be thankful for what you have. And God changes everything. Go ahead and turn to Philippians 4, 6. This is a statement that I, I think just redefines everything that we have. I can remember the first time that I went away to college. As I was going to college, I thought, I, I'm so excited to get out of the house. I'm so excited to do whatever it takes for me to get down there. And, and I went to college, and I remember when Thanksgiving break came, I was so excited to go back home because I was so tired of college. After three months, in fact, it wasn't so much college, it was more the college food that they, well, what they consider food. It's very odd how everything tastes the same, but it did. Chicken and fish, they all taste the same. And so um, I was so excited to get home to get some food that tastes a little bit different, and it does those things. And I remember when I got home, I would do anything. My dad would say, hey, could you take the trash out? I'd jump up, I'd go take the trash out. He's like, hey, could you give me a glass of water? I'd jump up, I'd go get him a glass of water. 
If my stepmom said something, I would get up and I would go do those things. I was just so excited to be home that there was nothing that was going to put, that was going to damper my mood. In fact, I remember my uncle looking at me and saying, I wonder what you're going to be like in three or four days after you've done this. And I'm like, hey, I'm just so thankful to be here. I'm thankful to have good water. I'm thankful to have good food. I'm thankful to have a good bed. I'm thankful to not have to have a roommate right now. I'm thankful to have these. And I was just so thankful. And you know what? There was nothing that they could have asked me to do that I wouldn't have said yes. Because I was just thankful to be there. And I think it's so quick that times we move out of that statement. And I think that's where we have to continue to trust God in those areas. And so Philippians 4 verse 6 says this. It says, do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. You know, I think that this is an exact picture of what we need to do. The direction that we need to do things. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and petition, going before God, praying to God, with thanksgiving, meaning this, that if you're going continually with complaints and complaints and complaints and just my job is terrible, my job is this, my job is that, my car is this, my house is this. You know what? That's okay to let God know. God, hey, this is what's going on in my house. You know what? Our water heater busted and I have no hot water. I have these things, but you know what, God? I'm just thankful to be alive today. I'm thankful that I got another day. You know what? God's able to do something incredibly quick with those things. It's the complaining that continues to hinder God. And it's not God being hindered, it's us hindering God. And that's why it says, with prayer and thanksgiving, present your request to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ. And that's what it comes back down to. Is that when we continue to be grateful for everything, God does the rest. He's amazing at those things. Gratitude turns whatever we have into enough. Think about that. If you're grateful for the thing that you have, it's always enough. And then you look at the next thing as just an incredible blessing. Think about this. Tomorrow, you're going to maybe eat turkey, and you're going to have some mashed potatoes, or you're going to have sweet potatoes, you're going to have stuffing, you're going to have all this stuff, and you can start picturing this, and you may be drooling right now. Uh, I can see Raul, it's falling out of his mouth, and, but that's okay. I know, because I'm excited about these things. I love turkey. I love Thanksgiving. I love to do this. I would want this every week if I could, but I can't convince my family to let me do it. But this is something that I think is so exciting. When you get there, you're going to do all those things. But you know what you get after that? They have these things called desserts. That's like the cherry on top. The dinner was incredible. But then you get to go have a pumpkin pie or pecan pie or buttermilk pie, or you get to have, you know, some, some amazing thing that you've been looking forward to the whole year. And you get to have that one last thing at the end of it. And that's exactly what God is ta- trying to get to us. When you have that gratitude, you're just thankful for dinner. But then God says, oh, wait, here, I brought a pecan pie. I brought an apple pie for you, too. Now you're going, man, that's just amazing. You're just grateful. You're excited. Do you understand the picture? When you become thankful for the things that are right in front of you, God can continue to bring that thing and you're excited. You don't look and go, I'm so full, I can't eat that. God, take it away, do those things. You're going, God, I'm just thankful for this. And then you're going, oh, I'm so excited for that. And then you see this and then God's got something else. My favorite thing is after when I get to eat turkey sandwiches. I've already brought like eight, eight loaves of bread because I'm so ready for that. 
but I, 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 I'm excited about dinner, but I'm excited about that stuff too. There's a process that goes through that though. Be thankful for what we have today and God continues to do these things. We have to learn to continue to be intentional though. When we stop being intentional, we miss so much. Listen, when I'm not intentional about telling my wife how much I love her, about showing my wife how much I love her, it goes by the wayside. I, I remember this, this quote, and I believe Pastor shared it first, but they asked Ruth Graham, who was Billy Graham's wife, said, how have you made it for 50 years? And they said that it takes, or have you had a successful marriage for 50 years? And they said it takes two great forgivers. And I remember that, and I think about those things. They were intentional about being forgivers. It just didn't happen. You just didn't wake up and say, ah, I think I'm going to forgive you today. They were intentional about those things. That's how you have a successful marriage for 50 years. That's how you have a successful marriage for over 30 years. It's about being intentional. So when you become intentional about being thankful, what do you think God can do? Well, the Bible says he can go beyond your wildest dreams. But it starts, do not be deceived, for every good and perfect gift comes from above. We have to be thankful for what God is blessing us with today. I remember this, th this thing because God rose it up inside of me. My wife and I, we were talking about the future and what we wanted. We wanted this house. And we wanted new cars. We wanted this. You know, we were just talking about it. not that we wanted at that moment, but just dreaming. And I remember getting done at the end of it, and this, this thought rose up inside of me. And it was a simple question. If nothing ever changed from this moment, meaning you never got another new car, you never moved into another new house, you never got a new pair of clothes, you never got a new pair of shoes, another, never got another new phone, you stayed right here, would you stop loving God? And I remember thinking about that, and my first response was, no, I'd love God all the way, no way, I would never have an issue. But then I really thought about it. What if nothing ever changed? And I think it becomes at that moment where you have to say, you know what, I'm just thankful for what I've got today. If it never changes, I'm thankful that I've still got a God to serve, that I'm up today, and that I get to be here at church. I get to do these things. I get to go home to a house. And you know what, I'm going to be thankful for what God has, what he's blessed me with. And those are the choices that we have. When we, we become intentional, it changes our attitude. Our attitude changes our perspective. Our, our perspective changes our outcome. It starts with being intentional about being thankful. God can do amazing things. You know, I think about this, this day that we're going to celebrate tomorrow, Thanksgiving. It's not just a one-day thing. Give thanks in everything that you do. In everything, through prayer and petition, with thanksgiving. It becomes who you are. I'm just thankful. I'm thankful. I'm thankful. And if you're having a tough time, that's what you sit back and you look in the mirror. That's a thankful guy right there. That's a thankful lady. You look at yourself in the mirror and you just say, man, that's a thankful person. Be thankful for those things. The person who developed an attitude of gratitude is one who is thankful and grateful for every single thing that God is doing in his or her life day to day. Always try to rely, to, to rely on a scripture, something to continue to bring to remembrance. This scripture, Philippians 4, 6 was a great scripture, but there's another one in Psalms 1, 107, 
verse 1, and it says this. Let me get to it real quick. Psalms 107, verse 1 says this. Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. His love endures forever. It's just reiterating First Chronicles. This is what it comes back to. Oh, thank God, he's so good. His love never runs out. When we become thankful, God changes everything in our lives. What I want to do right now is I just want to pray a blessing over each and every family that is here. I want to pray that God just blesses you this year. That not only that tomorrow is a great day, but that every day you wake up and the first thing out of your mouth would be, God, thank, thank you that today is another day. That this is the day that the Lord has made and I will rejoice in it. It continues to change our perspective on everything. But it starts with becoming intentional about being thankful for all that we have. Let's pray. Father, I come to you in the name of Jesus. And Lord, we so, we so humbly, first of all, just want to say thank you. Father, there's a lot of pulling on you. And Lord, you're an incredible God who is so merciful and so gracious, Father, that you, there is nothing that you do not want your children to experience in the area of thankfulness, in the area of blessing. So, Father, I ask right now, and I pray over every voice that can hear it. Lord, I speak to those families. I speak to each and every heart, Father. I speak a spirit of thankfulness. I speak that gift, Father, that they would be able to change and affect families, friends, co-workers. Father, every person that they come across, Lord, let it start with a simple word of thank you. Father, I pray that our hearts would continue to be that thankful attitude. Lord, I speak life, I speak blessing, and Lord, I speak over each and every one of them, Father, a new outlook, a new perspective on the situation that's going on, Father, whether it's good or bad, Father, that you are the light that is lighting our path. And so, Father, we just want to be thankful Father, as we continue to be thankful that we would be humbled and we would be able to follow with what you have. Father, I thank you so much. Lord, let our hearts be open. Let our eyes be open. Let our our ears hear, Father, the incredible blessing that you have for us. Father, I'm thankful for all the incredible blessings that you've blessed me with. Lord, let us celebrate tomorrow as we celebrate a new perspective, thankfulness in all that we have. Lord, we love you. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to the podcast. For more information, visit faithchurchlubbock.com.